And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Wilds. And we are the Derriers. We're here to bring you all the best music we can find driving up the highways and byways all across America. Just finding songs everywhere we can in the ditches, in the back rooms, and sometimes just out of our heads. Well, that's true. Which we are out of our heads quite a bit. <laughs> exactly. It's an out-of-mind out experience, out you of might mind say. Is, yes, yeah. Well, you know, people ask us, they say, Derriere's, exactly what is Americana music? And we say, well, there's a lot of definitions, it, actually. Including ours. And ours uh, is that we think it's Ameri uh, music that has distinctive American, American roots. roots. That's yeah. exactly. And that's a big palette. It is. It is. Real. Yeah, there's a lot of music there. It could be rock. It could be blues. It could be bluegrass. It could be soul. It could be rockabilly. It could be classical. It could be folk. It could be show tunes. Oh, it could be disco. It could be disco, <laughs> but I'd rather but not, so much. not so much. <laughs> you know, we've already done a disco we've tune. Done, and here's another thing: it could be, it could be punk. It could be. It could be punk. Yeah. Okay. And we could light firecrackers with we it. We could light firecrackers. Yeah. But hold that thought. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, the format of the show is that we each show up every week with a fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other. It's a secret. And we spring them one at a time on each other. And exactly. And we, we take turns uh, starting the show. And I started last week. So, Leo, I believe you are up. Remember what I said, hold that thought? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling something was coming. Oh, yeah, something's coming. Okay. okay, we talk about punk. We always say we're going to include punk, and we haven't done it. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I went back through it's, and checked over the list. It's a, it's a valid form of Americana music. So I figured out it was time to feature the Ramones. Oh, okay. And now these guys are great. They were early. They were early. Yeah. In fact, they are considered the very first true punk band. Okay. All right. And they, they're an American uh, band. They were formed in New York City, neighborhood of Forest Hills, Queens, about 1974. And as I mentioned, they are often cited as the first true punk group. Now, all of band members, as they kind of developed their persona, all adopted the pseudonyms of Ramon. Okay. So you remember, who was we featured a couple of weeks ago? They all, uh, it was oh, the Hillbilly yeah. Band, you know. Yeah, yeah. Said, uh, Hacy Dixie. Hace, no, well, Hacy Dixie, but whatever. No. They just decided they're all going to be members of the same family. Well, right. Paul McCartney... Uh, used to sign into uh, to hotels when he was on the road, so kind of you know, and uh, his, his name was Paul Ramon. Oh, okay. So the Ramones decided, okay, we're all going to be the Ramones, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we so, are all going to be discreet. We are discreet. We yeah, are the right. So it, the, the, these guys have a really interesting history because, first of all. Uh, most of their songs were like two and a half to three minutes long, right? Okay. And and a set for them was maybe seventeen minutes. Wow, <laughs> golly! And then that would give you like a, a forty minute break. forty minute break. <laughs> 
they had it figured out. They just packed it in, man. <laughs> but they, they had some interesting things as they were putting it all together. Uh, for one thing, um, soon after the band was formed, uh, the bass player, D.D. Ramon, right? Okay. Well, he realized he could not sing and play the bass at the same time. Oh. It just was not working yeah, for Yeah, that's a hard thing to figure out. Tell me about it. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. You know what I'm thinking about. Uh-huh. Okay, well, pretty soon, another guy, uh, the drummer, realized he couldn't sing and play the drums at the same time. <laughs> wow. So they were having some issues right off the bat. So they kind of, you know, kept swapping around until they finally found something that would work. Well, there's this guy named, um, his, his, I think his name is Early. I had trouble finding the uh, pronunciation for this word. But um, basically, it's a, it's a word that translates uh, from, uh, of the family from Transylvania. Oh, wow. I'm not kidding. That's that's kind of fun. That's kind of weird <laughs> in, a, in a fun way. Uh, this particular song I'm going to sing is maybe not the best-known song, but it was one of their favorite songs to do live. It's called uh, Pet Cemetery. Okay. Now, you, this interesting part of this is it was um, it's from the album called uh, Brain Drain, and it was originally written upon request by Stephen King. Oh wow! For his 1989 film adaptation of the same name to the soundtrack. Uh, at the end credits. Now, wow. so there you go. The Ramones, uh, let's hear it for these guys from 1989, Pet Cemetery. Under the outdoor with the steamboats, ancient goblins and wild loads. Come at the grand light making a sound. The smell of death is on the rail. And at night when the cold wind blows No one cares, nobody knows I don't want to be buried In a big cemetery I don't want to live my life again I don't want to be buried In a big cemetery To the sacred place This ain't a dream I can't escape Molders and fangs But are picking up bones Spirits moaning Among the tombstones And at night When the moon is bright Someone cries Something ain't right I don't want to be buried In a bed cemetery Cemetery 
that ain't punk, man. Yeah. Now the the, the the video that goes with this music uh, is actually uh, it's Pet Cemetery uh, from the album Brain Drain, and uh, like I said, it was written for Stephen King. But you can find the uh, the original YouTube video online, and we'll put that on our website. We sure will. It's a fun one. It's totally theatrical, man. It's really oh, that's nuts. Great. All right. Well, that's we got things started now. That was a hard driving tune. Get us going, <laughs> Leo. Uh, and I'm going to jump uh, into, I'm going to jump to bluegrass. Uh, that got, is a big jump. It's a big jump. It sure is. Um, so a guy by the name of, of uh, Robert Hale. Okay. And this is uh, actually, this comes from uh, an album called Blue Haze, Robert Hale and his, and the Eighth Wonder Band. Mm. Let me tell you about this guy. He's from uh, uh, Jolo, West Virginia. And he's the son of a, a man named Clayton Hale. Uh, and his his dad was a McDowell and Wyoming County businessman, a former delegate to the legislature. Wow. And perhaps most important to this story, a bluegrass band leader and music promoter. <laughs> All this and more. <laughs> and more. That's what he did for the money. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> bluegrass. Yeah. They're like a bluegrass millionaire, man. They're yeah. a rare breed. Right. So uh, his dad's band, they had a weekly television show on WOAY in the 70s, and he promoted a successful festival in the area. And that's where Robert was exposed to, like, some of the luminaries in the bluegrass business. Guys like Doyle Lawson, Ricky Skaggs, Keith Whitley, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, he had uh, that to look up to. And he began playing mandolin full-time in his dance band at, at age 11. Wow. And he played the Grand Ole Opry as a guest of Bill Monroe <laughs> at, at, um, uh, at age 13. Good Lord. Yeah. So um, anyway, but his first professional band was with Don Wayne and Del Reno. And then in the 80s and early 90s, he played with Scott Vestal, fine banjo player. Absolutely. Wayne Benson and Ernie Sykes in a band called Livewire. Good. Okay. Yeah, remember that? Uh, now we're getting there. Okay. All right, you bet Eight. I do. Okay. So he also played alongside J.D. Crow, Eddie and Martha Adcock. And in 2000, he and Kurt Chapman branched out and they formed a band called Wildfire. Okay, okay, yeah, again. So, a lot of names there. Absolutely. So uh, this album, Blue, Blue Haze, it's a kind of a, a theme album where they cover pop and rock tunes. Okay. Who, who could imagine ever God, doing can't. that? What a unique idea. Right. But um, it, here's the band that, that he has. That it includes Missy Raines, Scott <laughs> Vestal, Sean Lane, and Chris Davis. Oh. So just an all-star cast. And, and I picked this one. This was a uh, actually a Jim Croce tune. And it's real fun. It's called... Rapid Roy. Oh, Rapid Roy, the stock car boy, he's too much to believe. You know he's always got an extra pack of cigarettes rolled up in his t-shirt sleeve. He got a tattoo on his arm that say, baby, he got another one to just say, hey. But every Sunday afternoon, he's a dirt tag demon in a 57 Chevrolet. Shine out of Alabama. Oh, the demolition derby and the figure eight is easy money in the bank. Compared to running from the man in Oklahoma City with a 500 gallon tank. Oh, Rapid Roy, the stock car boy, he's too much to believe. You know, he's always got an extra pack of cigarettes rolled up in his t shirt sleeve. He got a tattoo on his arm and say, baby. He got another one to just say hey 
Every Sunday afternoon He's a Kirk Tag Demon In a 57 Chevrolet That whole album is a lot of fun. So just a bunch of oldies in there. So yeah, yeah. That's good. That's, that's pretty cool. All right. Well, well listen, Leo, I got I got one. When we were, um, you know, kids going out uh, up in Central Kansas, mm-hmm. uh, there was a band I actually got to go see at the National Guard Armory one weekend, about 1967 or so. Which is where you went to see bands. That's what what C yeah. bands was the National Guard Armory, right? Yeah. And um, this band was out of St. Louis, and they had. Um, 
you know, they had this one hit, that one hit wonders, right? Yep. In a way, he had this big hit, even though they really not didn't get out of the Midwest much. But like I said, they were out of St. Louis. The guy's name was Bob Kubin. And he had a band called The In Men. Okay. And he did a song that we covered later as a bluegrass song called The Cheater. Oh, yeah. Is that ring a bell? Yeah, sure. Okay. So anyway, he, uh, he, his band, uh, that, that song got to number 12 on the pop charts. And uh, he is honored in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the permanent exhibit on One Hit Wonders. Maybe that's not the category you want to be known in, but whatever. Yeah, well, it's something. It's something, anyway. <laughs> it's more than we got. <laughs> more than we got so far. <laughs> this was just a great song, and I think that's why we picked it up and did... We just talked about doing bluegrass covers, right? Yeah. Rock. Well, this song lent itself really well to bluegrass, as we went out and did later. But let's play the original from Bob Kubin and the Inmen, The Cheater, from 1966. <laughs> No, we did not. We let it hang. Just let it hang out there. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my, look at the time. Oh, wow. We got the first set done. I think we have. So uh, we need to do our usual thing. We need to go police the area. And we got to check that left left rear inside inside duel. duel. That's a problem. It's still uh, leaking just a little bit. You know, and I think Martha does that... uh, 
uh, on purpose. I think she puts that little reminder on there, that PSA, to uh, remind us remind to us, check it. Yes. That's, it, so g- thank you. She's looking out for us. Good on Martha. Yeah. We appreciate it. So uh, we'll go do that, and then we'll be back. Uh, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Well, we're back. We are back. And, uh, Had to air the tire up. Yeah, well. It's, it's, it's not a big leak. It's not a big leak. It's and, pesky. Yeah. And so. it has to be the inside one because it's got that extended valve stem on it. Well, fortunately, yeah. You know, so you can get to, boy, yeah. it's a real pain. It's a pain, but uh, you know what? It's it's a lot less of a pain than changing it. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're going to put off changing it as <laughs> long, long as, as possible. possible. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we are broadcasting this week from the um, Shady Grove RV Park right here in Cumming, Georgia. Beautiful. Georgia is yeah. a beautiful state, man. Yeah. We've had uh, had a lot of fun here. It's we, been uh, real nice. It's pretty. been a nice place. The weather's been good. Yeah. And, you know, people, uh, they ask us a lot of times, they say, Dairy Ayers, uh, why is it that you travel across this great country of ours, uh, staying at all these RV parks and uh, playing uh, Americana music? Well, our friends on this station, the, they have these things the called ranches. ranches. Yeah, yeah, ranches. Ranches, and, yeah. And, uh, you know, so, you know, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R, uh, Rock and Diamond R Ranch right. in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Dos Cabezas. I wish it was Dos Cervezas. I do, too. We'd go to see Because him. the Two Beers Ranch. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Well, okay. anyway, uh, Alan Bailey has the Swing and Gate Ranch. Yes. Yeah, we've been there. Uh, Tennessee Jim has a Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. Never been invited. Not yet. Nope. Uh, Orrin Friesen, the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Great place. And you know what? We've got something to announce. Something to announce. You know, our pal um, Suzanne out in central Kansas, uh-huh. she told us, she says, why can't you have a ranch? That's exactly right. She said it could be an RV ranch. It could be an RV ranch. And, you know, and we've been asking for uh, suggestions for names. And we got a few. And we got a few, and, and we got one that we like. And this is it. And this is it. Rambling Roads. Rambling Yeah, so we do have a ranch now. It is on uh, our RV. Yes, is called Ramblin' Rose, the RV Ranch. Exactly, and we nickname it Rosie. Rosie, yeah. And Rosie, RV Ranch is a ranch without fences. That's right. We go anywhere we want. Right. And take the ranch with us. That's right. There you go. Yeehaw! So now we're going to be broadcasting from Ramblin' Rose. The, the RV, RV Ranch. ranch. Yeah. There you go. Thank you, Suzanne. That's a lot of we fun. We appreciate it. Now yeah. we have a home. We do. Sort of. Well, we did. We anyway, did, yeah. But <laughs> anyway. Okay, now I think where we left off after the last set, uh, I had done the last one, which was the uh, the Cuban song. Yep. Um, the Cheater. I think it's your turn. It is. Yep. So um, sometime back, we were out visiting um, my brother-in-law in the Denver area. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a couple of suggestions, and I and I looked into this one this week. Uh, uh, somebody that I've known about, but uh, didn't know a lot about, uh, a guy by the name of John Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill Simpson. Oh, Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. Okay. Boy. So, uh, okay. man, quite a dude, kind of that outlaw country kind of guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he, uh, as of October 2020, uh, he's released six albums as a solo artist. So his second album, Meta Modern Sounds and Country Music, were independently released. 
Uh, and they, it was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Americana Album, right up our alley. Mm-hmm. Listed 18th on Rolling Stone's 50th Best Albums of 2014. Wow. And named among NPR's 50 Favorite Albums of 2014. So country, Rolling Stone, and NPR. And Americana to, <laughs> yeah. to boot. So um, anyway, and then his uh, third album, Sailor's Guide to Earth, uh, was his his first major label release. but uh, And it earned him Best Country Album uh, at the 59th Grammy Awards while also being named, n- nominated for Album of the Year. No kidding. So, man, so the guy is highly acclaimed. Yeah. Uh, and just has a great... Um, uh, just a great feel that outlaw country stuff you like an awful lot. I do. Uh, so uh, I picked this one, and uh, I think you will like it too. It's called "Keep It Between the Lines." <laughs>
Now that is interesting. <laughs> and a cold ending at it that. It did have a cold ending, yeah. man. That was yeah. weird. Yeah, that's pretty fun stuff, though. Okay, now, so, okay, now so you, we're, we're going to break protocol here. Uh, we talked about this a little bit at the just, break. And uh, because of this, um, I, I'm going to do two songs in a row and by the same guy. Okay. So in 2020, um, uh, this Sturgill Simpson went into the, uh, the studio. This guy actually has bluegrass roots. Quite a quite a fine mandolin player. Actually. You couldn't tell it from that last I one. I know. That's why this is so cool. Yeah. So he went in and uh, he actually did two volumes. Uh, the first one is called Cut and Grass, mm-hmm. and the second one is called Cut and Grass Volume Two. <laughs> and volume, well, that's original. Yeah. Volume Two were the one the, the songs that he said he didn't have the guts to put on the first one. Okay. So he put this band together, uh, christened them the Hilly Avengers, Hillbilly Avengers. There sorry. You go. Listen to this. Sierra Hole on mandolin, Mike Bubb on bass, <sighs> Stuart Duncan on fiddle, Scott Vestal on banjo, Tim O'Brien on guitar, Mark Howard on guitar, and Miles Miller on percussion. Couldn't find any good players, <laughs> I guess. Huh? They were all busy. So, uh, it, 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 so what he did, he did this exact same song that we just listened to, Keep It Between the Lines, yeah. as a bluegrass version. <laughs> yep. Let's give it a listen. Well, don't turn mailboxes into baseball. Don't get busted selling at 17. Well, most thoughts deserve two or three more. Motorola's Motorola, just keep the engine clean. Keep your eyes on the prize. Everything will be fine. As long as you stay in school, stay off the hot stuff and keep between the lines. Pay your rent Cause you live and you learn Sometimes you get burned When you get out Done gotta walk out the door And win Well, do as I said Don't do as I've done It don't have to be Like father, like son
That is bluegrass <laughs> funk, man. I mean, same song, two different songs. Yeah, just two different Isn't songs. Isn't that cool? That I just very I love stuff like that. I do too, man. So a, thank, thank you, Sean, for pointing me down that uh, alleyway. That was a fun one. And then thanks, Roger, for putting it in there. That's something to think about. Yeah. Well, Leo, what do you got? I got, uh, I got, a, I got a, I'm going to feature an artist. Her, her you got about like, ten pieces of paper. I in front do. Of you right I, there. I, I had to whittle this down. Yeah, and you that, used up a whole highlighter I right, did, during that and, last and song. And the big chief tablet. Yeah. yeah, we have to buy another one. So here I'm quick. really curious to see what you got to t- her tell. Her full us. name was Carly Elizabeth Simon. Oh, she was born in uh, in 1945 in the Bronx borough of New York City. Now, interesting, her father, Richard L. Simon, was the co-founder of Simon & Schuster. Oh, my. Okay. (laughs) So she comes out of uh, a big... But I'm going to feature... We we talk about doing this uh, Real Grid Happy Hour thing every so often. And one of the songs that they were featured about her was uh, You're So Vain. Right. Okay. Well, there's a whole cult thing about that song. Oh, boy. Uh, yes. And I started digging into it. And it, this, first of all, the song was written in 1971 by Carly. And it was released in 72. And uh, it's one of her most famous songs that she's identified with, of course. It reached number one in the United States, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. So it had a you know, pretty wide distribution. It's also listed at number 92 on Billboard's Greatest Songs of All Time. So... Wow. You know, it's 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 got some uh, serious exposure to it. It, it. Basically, the song, and everybody's heard it probably, but it's a critical prof- profile of a self-absorbed lover, right? Mm-hmm. And she says, you, you're you so vain, you probably think this song is about you. What a great hook. Mm-hmm. Here's, the, here's the thing about it. She never has exactly said who she's talking about. Wow. And she's played it pretty close to the chest, and she's kind of wrapped some mystique around it on purpose. That's smart. As it turns out. Yeah. So the, the first thing you're going to hear on here is the bass intro, and that's being played by a guy named Klaus Vormann. Uh, he's a German guy that had, he was involved with the Beatles back in the day. And um, uh, Carly plays piano on the thing. But in 1983, she started disavowing people who everybody thought she was singing about. Okay. She didn't say who she was singing about. She just said, nope, not him. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of where it went. So, um, but then she started getting, so over the years, she has divulged letter clues about, oh. yeah, and, and, and has claimed that the subject's name contains the letters A and E. Well, that narrows it down. It narrows it down a lot. <laughs> so, so anyway, she said, nope, James Taylor, who she was married to and had two kids with, not him. And in, in 2003, Carly uh, agreed to reveal the name of the song subject to the highest bidder to raise money for the Martha's Vineyard Possible Dreams charity auction. Oh, wow. Okay. With a top bid of $50,000. Um this guy named Dick Ebersol, who was president of NBC Sports and a friend of hers, won the right to know the name of the subject of your so, so vain, right? Okay. A condition of the prize, but he could not tell anybody. <laughs> a $50,000 secret. $50,000 secret. <laughs> uh, so in, in 2004, she was doing an interview uh, with Regis Film, and she goes, I'm not going to tell everybody at once. I'm going to release it, in her words, dribs and drabs. So here's one already. I'm going to add an R to the clue in re- out of respect to you. <laughs> no, we don't know. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Howard Stern, you know, had uh-huh. it on here. He interviewed about it. And afterwards, she told him who it was. 
And he said, it's kind of odd. He's not that vain. <laughs> so it gets weirder and weirder. So anyway, in, in 2009, an interview on WNYC, uh, Carly Sa- Simon said she'd hidden the name of the subject in the then new recording of the song. The next day, the program's crew went after it. Oh, boy. They're playing it backwards and forwards. <laughs> and, and they finally found it, the name David, you know. Oh, wow. And she says, nope. <laughs> oh, that's that's it's great. just cruel, man. So anyway, she says, "Oh, well, I purposely did that. I used the word Ovid, which sounds the same backwards." Okay, one thing we do know now: the middle verse, right? Mm-hmm. We do know who that is. Okay, Warren Beatty. Ah, that's it. Okay, that's it. So now there's a whole new aspect of this song. I know I've gotten a little deep into it, but once I got deep into it, I couldn't get out. Yeah, it's a whole you kept it's, digging. Yeah, a whole big rabbit hole. So listen with new ears now. Listen with new ears. This is Carly Simon doing "You're So Vain." You walked into the party like you were walking onto a yacht. Your hat strategically dipped below.
Mick Jagger was pr- providing backup vocals, yeah, it wasn't about him either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a great story, Lee. You know, and genius on her part. It really is. I can man. see on her deathbed she'll go. Oh, it was. It, it was. Look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my! Look at the time. Oh man, uh, we've about, we've burned a few minutes here. This yeah, has been fun. That was. They were fun minutes. So uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes, uh, right here on Truckers Radio, USA. Look we're, out. We're backing up. Yep. That's what we do. We back up. We back up. Yeah. Yeah. And we're backing into the third segment. Yes, we are. Of our show this afternoon. And this is a part of the show where we like to suggest that people uh, go to our websites. All of them. Yes. yes. And uh, on all the internets. All the internets and all the Facebooks. All the Facebooks. All of them. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so uh, if you go to uh, our website, it's thederrieres.com. And then, of course, we're, our band website is... ThreeTrailsWest.com, with the number three. Right. Yep. And uh, if you go, uh, actually, to either of those, you'll find a lot of content. content. And if you watch it, you will be contented. contented. And if you feel the urge to contact, contact us, us, there are contact us tabs. And unless you want to get to us directly, and then you can use our fancy email addresses, which is Roger, no D, at TheDairyEars.com. And mine is Leo, also no D. At thedairyers.com. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and we'll answer you back. And we appreciate all your suggestions. We get a lot of great stuff from you guys. We get some awful suggestions, mm-hmm. too. And, we get some of those. But we're going to keep coming back every week anyway. Re- that's right. That's right. And uh, actually, if you go to uh, thedairyers.com and go to the Americana Roadshow tab, um, you can download any of our past episodes and listen to them at your leisure. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres without, without the Derriers. And Leo, um, this is a special episode. It is? Yeah. Uh, and, and do you know why? No. Um, well, this is our 39th episode. Yes. Which means we've made it three quarters of the way through the year. Oh, you're right. Without being canceled. <laughs> they haven't uh, noticed us yet. That's right. And Keep I got you a little something. What'd you get? Well, here it is. Uh, open it. Oh. Okay. And I didn't get you anything. Uh, I know. You're Just okay. go ahead and open oh, it. I'm going to open it. That's fine. Yeah, oh, that's all right. I got me one too. Oh, that's so nice. Well, here, there you go. Here's to three quarters of a year. There you go. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Well, listen, um, man, that was tasty. I believe that I went off into a long ramble um, about Carly Simon. About Simon, a little while. At least it was about her music this time. Her music, yeah. You know how I feel about Carly. Yes. Okay. And, and you know what? What? She doesn't feel anything like that I about know. you. I she know. She doesn't return my letters. It's run, unrequited love. Apparently. Yeah. No, oh, well. I guess you'd be used to it by now, but anyway. No, not yet. It's, I, I, I hold out hope. <laughs> Okay, so it's your turn. What do you got? You know, I've been stumbling onto some great music, some great musicians lately, and this guy just fell in front of me, and I I found him. I think he's one of my favorites right now, a guy named, uh, by the name of Robert, but he goes by Robbie Folks. Okay, I know who Robbie Folks is. I bet you do. Yeah. Um, So he um, is from Chicago. Uh, He moved to Chicago in 83 and started teaching at their old school town of folk music. Yep. And in 1987, he joined the Special Consensus uh-huh. Band. That's right. That's a tie-in you know about, yep. I'm sure. And then um, he re- his solo debut album, Country Love Songs, was released on Bloodshot Records in 1996. So the album, uh, members uh, of his backup band were the Skeletons. 
I don't Remember think I, no, I, we talked about the skeletons oh, that's because right, we they did. became the Morels. That's right. Right? Uh-huh, exactly. So okay. fun tie in there. And they played uh, on, on much of the record. Tom Brumley and Buck Owens are also featured. The guy is really clever, and uh, some of his stuff is just really, really funny. Uh, but this is kind of a folky tune, great feel to it, uh, and it's a, it's a great theme. It's called uh, Aunt Peg's New Old Man. We came up the hill to meet him in the dirt patch he was weeding. That was our first look at Aunt Peg's new old man. Uncle Hank was 75. He lived well and then he died. And none of us had nothing against her new old man. She liked his fiddling, no doubt. Liked his help on the rural route and the rest. Didn't bear thinking about Aunt Peg's new old man. We sat down and we got fed along grace. But what a spread, the chicken was just an hour dead and the stew was made of barley. Banjo after a while, but he didn't like the scrub style. Listen up, boy, this year's called going down to Raleigh. Old Aunt Peg begun. They got going on the Texas gales Hit my ears like an awful wail I wish I could hear it again No, he had no use for the modern stuff His back was strong, his hands were rough But he rocked her old age Sure enough, and Peg's new old man Dances made the rounds Gay lads, Rocky Mount Tunes they knew no one could count It was all in her heads and hands And you could do worse as a widow And then to find a man to spade and hoe And raise a little hill with a longbow And pegs to old man Yeah, she likes fiddling No doubt like his help on the rural didn't bear thinking about Aunt Peg's new old man Yeah, she likes fiddling No doubt like his help on the rural route and the rest I don't want to think about Aunt Peg's new old man Isn't that fun? That is clean, man. Yeah. That's really great. I tell you, this guy, he's really funny and clever and... Uh, Y'all need to look him up uh, on the internets and uh, check him out, uh, Robbie Folks. And you mentioned the Old Town School of Music in Chicago. You bet. Uh, for those that have been fortunate enough to go, I, I've been a few times. Our friend Bob Pearlstein took mm-hmm. me there. Uh, what a great place it was. I got to see some really cool bands there, but um, yeah, you that's bet. a real heritage kind of a joint. Yeah. Well, Leo, back to you. Lewis Allen Reed. Lou Reed? Lou Reed. Ah. Yeah, he's born in 1942. 
Um, and he passed away in 2013, unfortunately. But he is mostly associated with Velvet Underground. And we have featured that band here before. But we've never really featured Lou Reed on his own on right. a song. So anyway, I ran across this. And because there's something interesting about this song, I want to play a song that he wrote that everybody has always associated with his uh, purported use of heroin, right? Mm. And what it did to his career. The song is called Perfect Day, right? Okay. And so you read through the comments online about this thing, and one of the comments uh, from it is, um, uh, this is what having fun with depression is like. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so, good. And, it's, and I kind of always accepted that, you know, yeah. all these years. But then I got to uh, reading it a, a little deeper into about it, and his addiction, which, you know, he did, he was addicted to heroin for a while. And um, it's, it's, it led people to um, make the, uh, that assumption about it. Uh, but he says, this interpretation, interpretation including, um, according to Reed himself, is laughable, is, wow. what, he, is what he said. Uh, in 2000, he did, in an interview, he said, no, you're talking to the guy that wrote the song, all right? I wrote the song. And that's just not true, that the song is about heroin use. I said, I don't object to that. You can put whatever spin on it you want. But this guy's vision, whatever you think is perfect, but this guy's vision, a perfect day was the girl, sangria in the park, and then you go home. A perfect day, real simple, I meant just what I said. Wow. And so that made me rethink the whole the song uh, about it. And, and I'm glad to hear that reinterpretation because now it doesn't seem so dark anymore. Mm-hmm. So this is it. It's a great tune from Lou Reed. Uh, It's called A Perfect Day Just a perfect day Drink sangria in the park And then later When it gets dark we go home Just a perfect day Feed animals in the zoo Then later A movie too And then home Oh, it's such a perfect day I'm glad I spent it with you Oh, such a perfect day Just keep me hanging on You just keep me hanging 
just what you sow. You're going to reap just what you sow. That to be a perfectly beautiful little love song. That's true. That's real nice. It's a nice song. Yeah. You know what? What? I think we've about used up our time We're and our welcome time. Yeah. here in Georgia. Yeah, we haven't been too much of a pest to the uh, park managers, I don't we think. We've tried to keep a low profile. Right, and less it's dancing after midnight. <laughs> it's hard for us. It's hard for us. <laughs> But, we do our uh, best. Yeah, well, you know what? we got to figure out where we're going next week. That's right. Let's Oh, let's oh see. I've got to throw the dart. It's your turn to throw the dart, so okay, I'll get the map. closet. Okay. So, hey, it, you know, why do you always put it so far it's back It's way back, because it's buried. It's back okay, in the back. Okay, I got it. Got, got it. Got okay, it. Okay, okay, put it up right. on the wall there. God, this thing looks terrible. It is a mess. All right. Okay. Let's see. Get it. Uh, I think it's about right. Yeah, right there. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Now, get the dart. Oh, dang the dart. It's in the spoon drawer. We have. How come we have two spoon drawers? I don't know. Oh, uh, it just happened. Okay, there so it is. Yeah, other spoon drawer. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, okay, Fighter? here it is. I got it, I got it, I got, got it. it. Okay, yep. Okay, get in the circle. I'm in the circle. You ready? Yep. Turn around three times. All right. One, two, three. Ooh. Throw the dart, throw the dart. Ooh. Oh, oh, what? what? Wow, kind of south. Well, that um, works. Louisiana, Leesville, Louisiana. Leesville. Yeah, there's a Shady Grove RV park there. So. Well, someplace I haven't been to yet. We can't say that after next week, can yeah, we? I guess not. All right. All right. Well, hey, it's been a fun show. It's been a fun show. Yeah. And it's been eventful. And it has been eventful. That's we true. got We gave our RV a name, and we have our own ranch We now. have a ranch, right. Yeah. That's so. right. So that'll be great, man. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll get on down the road, and uh, until next Next time, uh, we'll be back with the Americana Roadshow. Right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. In the meantime, look out behind you. It's, it's the, the Derriers. Derriers.